welcome back to another Daily Walk. Well, this weekend, the Supreme Court did overturn Roe versus Wade. And uh, this is a fascinating decision. Of course, a lot of people are running around screaming, this is so bad. It's not. Because what this did, it did not say abortion is legal everywhere. It said the states can choose. So if you have a state like New York or California, <clears throat> nothing has changed. Nothing at all. In fact, several states have codified into law the legality of abortion once this is overturned. And they're free to do that. But a lot of other states who said, no, we think abortion is killing of infants they immediately have codified that abortion is illegal. So what does it mean if you want an abortion and you're in one of those states? Well, it means you just need to cross a state line. Now, we have troubling states like Texas that will have the, um, if you were to, to invest anything into leaving your state or anybody involved in helping you leave the state to get an abortion and come back, then they could... Um, uh, they could find you um, guilty under some er elements, basically like civil type stuff. That's going to be inter interesting to see if it if it holds up uh, in principle or not. I, I don't know uh, off the top, I, and I, that's not a law I have read in fine detail, so I couldn't give you the all the ins and outs. But here's what the decision does: all it does is it kicks the decision back to the states. Now I take the pro-life stance. The reason is. God is in charge of making a baby, and at the point of conception is when a baby is made. Not when the heartbeat has occurred, not when the brain stem's there, not when uh, gematic organs are starting to manifest themselves. It is at the point of conception that when birth comes. Now, that being said, involved in, in being involved in a society... Even though I agree that God is in control of that on a personal societal level, if somebody is raped, I don't think that I don't think that we should explicitly restrict somebody from getting that. But in nearly every case, even in the states where abortion is illegal, there are cases for morning after pills in the case of rapes uh, or other factors involved. And so that's not really the issue. And it was really funny watching people. Uh, want to see Roe versus Wade upheld, and they come out and they're like, what about all these people who are raped? And you say, okay, what if we allow that and ban everything else? What about all these people who are raped? It's like, would you just have a rational thought in your head? Here's the reason, okay? Here's the reason why I take the stance and why I think that pro-life is where we need to go. And to be clear, even if you're raped in it and it results in pregnancy, I still think it's wrong to abort. Because God is the one in charge of all of that. Obviously, the rapist should have zero rights at all um, regarding that child. But at the same token, uh, something there's other systems we can put into place to make sure that, that there's no other issues. The reason I take this stance is because God is in charge, but on the level where Roe versus Wade is argued, more often than not... It is about people wanting to engage in sex without the responsibilities that come from it. That's the fundamental problem. Because all these people run around, it's a woman's choice, it's a woman's choice. What if a woman's not ready to have a family yet? I have a very simple principle, stop having sex. But, 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 no, stop having sex. If you are not ready to have a child, 
stop having sex because there's only been one immaculate conception in the world. And that was the birth of Jesus Christ. And if all these Moloch-worshipping abortionists had their way, they would have aborted the Savior. That is how bad and sick and evil these people are. Because it takes two people to make a baby. And if you're not ready to engage in parenthood, then you can go ahead and not have sex. Or at the very least, engage in forms of contraception so you will not. If you're like, well, it all costs money. Well, then make your boyfriend pay for it. I'm sure that if you are two heathen people who are engaging in hedonism anyway, and you're like, well, we'll have sex, but you got to pay for my birth control. Um, okay. <laughs> I don't think you should do that either. Here is the plan. You meet somebody. You make a commitment to each other. You get married. You do not have any sex outside of that. And then you can very easily, as a family unit, decide, do you want to have birth control? Or are you ready for families? Do you want to abstain? These are all these issues. The problem is, though, is that all of these people who are wanting to now burn down cities that are abortion is still legal in, because they don't understand the law, they just think, abortion is illegal now. No, that's not what Roe versus Wade says. It says it's up to the states to decide because the states have better systems to make sure the people in those states and those communities can decide. So if you're in a place where the Bible is actually still important and you actually fear God, you're going to uh, say abortion is illegal. But if you're in a godless place that worships Moloch and sacrifices your children to the God of your own pleasure, hey, abortion is still legal. What are you complaining about? And the funny thing is all these places are happening, like D.C. abortion is legal, New York abortion is legal, California abortion is legal. All these people are trying to riot and burn down cities and protest mostly peacefully in places where abortion is still legal. All we're saying is, hey, you guys in California, you don't have any business telling somebody in Alabama what they do. That's the people in Alabama's decide to figure out. And that's the, really the principle. If you're not ready to have a baby, stop having sex. Now, I was debating with a gentleman who was from Los Angeles area a few years ago into the wee hours in the morning. He says, you know, sex is a, it's a fundamental human thing. I agree it's a fundamental human thing. Get committed to somebody get married, and don't have sex outside of that marriage. In fact, that's what the scripture would tell us to do. If you do not burn with the passions of sex, stay single and serve your life for Jesus Christ. But if you have those burning passions, you're like, ah, I'm a sexual being, I got to have sex. Your imperative is to not have sex with everybody under the sun, under every green tree you see behind me. Your imperative is to find one person you can share a committed relationship. And then in those cases, the Bible says, enjoy the wife of your youth. It says he who finds a wife finds a good thing. It is a call to that pleasure in those portions. But it's not a call to engage in whatever sexual pleasures you want hedonistically around the whole world and then let's just kill everything that results. That's the problem. Because when you live a life without consequences, let me tell you what happens. And this is playing itself out right now in every major city. You have these big cities that are running around failing to prosecute people engaged in crime. They're going in and, oh, the guy stole $500 for stuff. Well, it's, we don't, we're not going to spend our time on this. So they don't prosecute the crime. 
Well, let's talk about gun rights for a brief moment. You know that the only thing in the constitutionally that prevents you from having a gun is if you have a felony record. Okay? Maybe if all these DAs start processing all these criminals, fewer people will legally have guns. And the people that illegally have them, guess what? They're going to illegally have them no matter how many laws you make for the people legally carrying your gun. So if you have a bunch of people legally carrying your gun, and I got a fun law for you, let's have this. You have a law-abiding citizen and a non-law-abiding citizen. And if the law-abiding citizen ends up having to shoot the non-law-abiding citizen because the non-law-abiding citizen is doing something uh, to the law-abiding citizen, you know what? At that point in time, everything should vanish. Like, okay, well, the criminal attacked the good guy. We're going to side with the good guy, period. Case closed. You're going to clean up every major street. But let's go back to those consequences. These people are committing a lot of crimes and they're not paying consequences. Result, they're doing more crimes more recently and they're escalating to worse and worse and worse. Whereas if you prosecute them the first time, give them a felony record, now it is now an extra felony if they happen to have a gun, if you find it on them and it is illegal for them to get it. So you want to talk about disarming citizens within the bounds of the Constitution, start prosecuting crime! Do that. But it's yet another case where certain parties, they do not want any responsibilities for any action. And the abortion debate is the same thing. You need to suffer the consequences of what you get. That's all there is to it. So those are my thoughts on it. Let me know your thoughts in the comments down below. Have a look over the website, rwalkinchrist.com. We'll be back uh, this week with uh, Jonah chapter 3, I believe. With that, thanks for watching, and I hope that you enjoy your daily walk in our Lord. Thank you for tuning in. Our Walk in Christ podcast is a listener-supported presentation. For more information about how you can help, check out rwalkinchrist.com forward slash support or our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash Tom M. That's T-O-M-M. Digital and paperback books are available on several online bookstores or at our website. Once again, the website is ourwalkinchrist.com. <laughs>